a few operas now and I just love opera and it's incredible privilege and really Vancouver Opera does an amazing job so I'm not sure why they decided to leave out the Commandante in this in this production but I know that Jonathan Darlington probably wouldn't let that happen but he wasn't part of this production but I will be seeing Don Carlo um in May and Jonathan Darlington will be back so just another opportunity to get as part of being uh, involved with the art support so we do need your support to continue to provide great independent radio and there's there are lots of spikes so we've given away some of the tickets already thank you to our donors Adam Brenda and Bjorn thank you I don't know if um, I know you but you were listening and thank you for listening and thank you to Class Act. It's been probably the funnest show I've ever done today but I do need to uh, move on to Blank Verse and uh, it's you know another part of our arts pro- programming that we do as well as Arts on Air every other week. So I just want to play um, a song by another one of our donors, Matt Granland. So we do support each other's shows here. That's an important part of how we raise money as well. And uh, Matt was you know pivotal in getting me involved in the radio station he has a great show the australian canadian music show um and he also has worked really hard to build his musical skills and put himself out there as a musician so i wanted to thank him for his donation by playing a song he goes by the name of m lund and this is called western birds so uh, i've never heard it before but this is m lund and then join us again just in a couple minutes for blank verse
Welcome to the audio adaptation of Blank Verse. My name is Amanda Conkin, the creator and executive producer of this web series about William Shakespeare and the great writers of his time, reimagined as modern day university students. Today, we're going to start listening to the final act of the series, in which things start to go horribly wrong for the students at Bankside University. Ah, Miss Green Peel, come in. Please take a seat. I don't bite. Thanks for the invite. I like your new office. Palamon Pictures proved to be very generous in my renegotiation. So I have a tough day ahead of me. Chris has given me all of the failing entries in my sonnet assignment for further review. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, so you'll excuse my brevity and disconnect. I'm only trying to get through the day as efficiently as possible. Of course. Now, when it comes to your sonnets, I am inclined to agree with Chris's comments. Chris's? That's not possible. She loves my work. I don't mark every assignment, but based on your grades to date, (laughs) I don't find very much evidence of that. What? And this final assignment is no exception. We found it uninspiring, to say the least. I don't understand. Georgia, we all have times when we lack inspiration, but reading your work, I found lazy, predictable rhymes, multiple lines conceived just to fit the structure. It's like you don't care. I care more than anyone. Then show me. Professor Tudor's in her office? Oh, it's you. Will we or won't we already? Will. Huh? William. Mary. She's with another student. Sit down and be quiet. You're not very charming, you know that? Charming's a verb. What? You're using it as an adjective but verbs are always stronger. Charming is a verb. The reason why you don't find me charming is because I'm not trying to charm you. You should be much more wary about charming people, William Shakespeare. I'll keep that in mind. For example, I find you absolutely charming, which is why I don't like you at all. Thank you. You're welcome. Is Will out there? Alas, he is. Let's get this over with. You can see how let's get this over with puts me on the defensive up front. Please take a seat. What shall I do with it? Sit on it. That's not very creative, Professor. I can think of many things one may do with their seats that don't require... I'm not in the mood. Evidently not. To what do I owe this pleasure? The sonnet assignment. Ah. I assume it was about the form. (laughs) Or lack thereof. The sonnet had form. Which one? My own. (laughs) You can't just do that. Why not? A sonnet.
has a clearly defined structure. No, it doesn't. Beg your pardon. It dates back from the 14th century. Two quatrains, one sestet. It's been unchanged for over 600 years. But before that, it was different. It evolved over time. It was perfected over time. Poetry shouldn't be perfect. It should be a big, sloppy beast tripping over itself as it flails through the annals of time. It should be alive. Philip Sidney said the same thing. And he made Dean's List last year. And he still failed this assignment first year. What does that say about this assignment? If this invented form of yours is you trying to make a, a point about the way I teach... I structured it that way because it was the most appropriate way to convey my meaning. In your opinion. This is creative writing. You can't homogenize everything in an, and expect inspired work. I don't like your tone. That's what everybody says when they're losing an argument. I didn't invite you here to argue. Nor did I arrive here to argue, Liz, yet here we are. You failed the assignment. It's great, your creative will. But you have to prove you know the rules before you start breaking them. I disagree. Well then, perhaps this isn't the right place for you. I'll give you two weeks to give me a sonnet that follows Petrarchan structure. Otherwise, we'll have to reassess your place in this program. I figured you'd be pissed. Don't even talk to me right now. For what it's worth, I think you should take the fail. Why? Because C's get degrees. And because whatever you choose, you'll learn your lesson. What? Was this whole assignment some test? Uh, yeah. It was an assignment. Look, if you fail, you fail. But if you compromise, who will you be? I guess I'd be you then. Take a left and then to the right, set him down. There's another batch. Help that other guy over there. Lift with your legs, not with your back. Flip it sideways. Don't uh, try to be a Superman here. All right, we got two circuits here. We got the yellow circuit and the green circuit. Let's just keep them separated. Hold it right there. Now we need to bring about 2% more in. Good, here we go. A little bit more, a little bit more. That looks good. Let's get that bottom structure really settled in. Let's bring in the side unit. Watch out, try to be careful with the branches here, guys. Don't, don't peel away the bark. For more than 75 years, CITR has kept you moving 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now we need you to help us move. Donate to this year's fund drive by calling 604-822-8648 or go online to citr.ca. Not only will your donations help power the station you love, but you can also receive exclusive fund drive swag such as the CITR mug, the Radsock Radsocks, hoodies, t-shirts, and so much more. Again, please call 604-822-8648 or go online to citr.ca. And from all of us at CITR, 
Thank you. Bam! Peanut butter and jam! What the f*** are you doing, Phil? best in local music and local food it's got to be peanut butter and jams with your host brenda and jordy alternating thursdays 6 to 7 30 check it out episode of Act 5, the students head to Eleanor Bull's Christmas party for the end-of-year celebrations. While Ben, Henry, and Burbage arrive early, Will and Mary are still stuck at Bankside University trying to catch a ride. I'm going to go to Slovenia. I mean, I'm thinking, trying to think of a good city that, uh, where it's, you know, it's academic, but it's also like debauchery at the same time. You know what I'm talking about? What the hell is Slovenia? You were there! Isn't that in Africa? No, no, it's not. Halt! Minor, go no further. Hi, guys. Hey, see that guy at the door? The one who looks like a refrigerator? Security. He's been hired to check the IDs of everyone at the party. So, unless the devious Mr. Burbage has managed to procure you a nom de guerre, I believe you are, as they say in the colonies, shit out of luck. I'm not drinking. Can't they give me a wristband or something? Afraid not, my dear. There was a bit of a snafu at last year's shindig. An underager pretended that she was pregnant, and, uh, it was actually six-pack. When the cops showed up, she told everyone that she had given it up for adoption. Yeah, pregnant chicks are hot. It's like having a little threesome. What? We just need another way in. What are all those even for? Let's see, my dad's wine cellar, your mom's house, Eleanor Bill's back door. Wink, wink. My hero. Oh, this is going to end badly. Henry. Henry. There is no greater hell than being a prisoner of fear. Eloquent though you are, young madam, I am a bit beyond these adolescent shenanigans. You're younger than me! And a great deal fairer. But that and other irrelevancies shall not prevent my leaving you now. Good day and good luck. Not much fun, is he? Yeah, he'll open up once we get the rad sauce in him. Shall we? We shall. I forgot to mention that he's also just there.
Hey, where's Ben? Without me? Hook ring, I'm sure of it. Uh, actually, maybe it's better this way. She may get less thoroughly debauched. Have you seen Will? Who cares? Yoza! Let's get drunk. Okay. Hi. Hi. Bad time? I'm on hold. Looks like it might rain. Irving Berlin's holiday nightmare. <laughs> Can I call a cab after you're done? I'm out of minutes. I'll do you one better. Hi, I'd like two cabs for 1591 Bankside Mall. Yeah, right on campus. Thanks. Two cabs? I figured we'd be going to the same party. We're not. How do you know? I'm going to bed. It's Friday. I'm an adult. You should come. No thanks. Of course not. You wouldn't want to fraternize with the plebeians. Where is the man that never yet did hear a fair Penelope Ulysses Queen? You ever heard of her? No. Hello! There is the man that never yet did hear of fair Penelope Ulysses Queen! <laughs> Do you need to go to the bathroom? What? No, no, I, I'll just pace when I think, I guess. What are you thinking about? Well, I have an idea for a new play. Except it's not new and it's not really my idea, but okay. So I've been thinking about how modern media is just cashing in on our nostalgia. They're remaking Robocop or gritty reboots of Chippendale Rescue Rangers or whatever, and how it's only really relevant right now. But if you remove the gimmicks around something, all people ever really want to see is people and feelings and sometimes dick jokes, so that's my idea. That's your idea? Yeah. People and feelings and dick jokes. No, okay, but I'll take a play from the past that nobody cares about, like say, Romeo and Juliet, and then instead of capitalizing on the nostalgia factor, I just boil it down to those essential human elements. And then I'll just fill the rest with sex and violence. Sex and violence. So sexy you need to wear a condom to watch it. I'm not fully getting the point. Me neither, hence the pacing. You asked what I was thinking about, it's not my fault it's disorganized. <laughs> Still a champ. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've never been able to pronounce your last name. I... it's... Risley. The W-O-T-H isn't even... It, it's a silent waff. Whatever. You've been, uh, taking it a bit rough, haven't you? I don't know what you're talking about. Tom? I don't care one way or the other. Guys, did you know there's a bidet in here? Hey, Ben, uh, give us a sec, would you? We're doing a bit of a serious thing here. No, we're not. I don't even know this guy's name. How'd you get in? The Burmeister. Oh, my God. Behold the fruits of your dark labor, Chris. I'm being good. Henslow? All right. 
What are you doing here? Enjoying my youth while I still can. Are you drunk? No. I wasn't talking to you. You're drunk. I don't have time for this. I'll deal with you later. Keep an eye on her, would you? She's underage. It was Eleanor Bull! Why are you looking at me? You were looking at me first. How do you know? Because you were already looking at me when I looked at you. <laughs> there is no way you can be certain of that since you couldn't have seen me until you looked. We could have looked exactly at the same time. What? Spontaneous, simultaneous cross gaze? A freak eye contact anomaly. So no one is guilty? Or we both are. Your wife? No, nah, she doesn't know how to text. Chris. Get your unicans off me. So now you're self-medicating? I'm sure that's a great step towards healing. If you want to be moral arbiter of a house party, go fuck yourself. Maybe you should throw your own. I just don't want to see you turn your life into a living hell. Just a frame of mind. Well, happy exam season. Merry Christmas. Evidence implies that Christ is born in August. Evidence isn't interesting. Not everything needs to be interesting. Come to this party with me. Why? So you could talk about your work some more? What would you rather I talk about? You? Well, why not? Okay. You were the worst. You're smarter than me. But you're modest enough that I can't hate you about it. And you're cool. You're so fucking cool. You don't even try. You're two steps ahead of everyone. Sometimes I watch your eyes just light up from behind. And I know there's some brilliant thought or some witty rejoinder back there, but you never deign to let any of us in on it. You're so f infuriating. And you know it. You know you're a mystery to me, but what you don't know is that you're the first. I'm terrified of you. Because I know that if you wanted to, you could just pull all the love out of me and keep it to yourself forever. Love is a verb. Go to your party, William Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. She's my sister. She's young. She's not a
in the bidet. Too many drinks was all your drinks ago. I will perhaps not do it tomorrow. A wise decision. The Pillsbury Doughboy won an Academy Award. What was it for? Okay. Do you want to hear my joke or not? You're telling a joke? Sure. Best Supporting Actor in a Daryl! Why does my mouth taste like the Thames? Yeah, this will wash it out. Mm. No, no, no. No more for Benny. What are you doing? Go text your boyfriend. Yeah, he should have been here by now. Where is that rapscallion? Old Shaky? Probably with Mary. Trying to fit in. <laughs> wow. Shake's weird? Man, that guy's got an ego. Yes, he does. He thinks he can teach God something. He has a talent for it. Will Shakespeare is an upstart crow. Beautified by our feathers, he supposes he can bombast out a blank verse as well as the best of you. He's dragging you into the pit, and if you can't see that, you're as blind as Dr. Faustus. Crow. All of the insults in the English language, and you came up with crow? You, madam, are a beef-witted, boot-licking lackey, a sponge, and a deluded fangirl. Newsflash. Faustus? Just a story. Glad you enjoyed it, but move on. You are going to fester in your mediocrity unless you stop obsessing over other people's work. Mine or his. So come on, you malt horse, you milkman spill. You can do better than crow. Chris. Is there truly nothing in that tetrapodic brain of yours that can crawl from the muck of your throat into the light? You're a, a cunt. Your mind is of a thick mustard, you bung. Your lyrics aren't fit for pop music. If you are as shallow as your plots, I pity the dry shafts of the men you bed. Your characters have less humanity than sitcom props. You are a waste of time. get you to a hospital and they'll make it better. Chris! 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 <laughs> 